Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Do you work together with your spouse in a business or has this past year of COVID had you at home with your spouse more? If so, today we're going to talk about some things we've learned over the years of working together and being in the same space a lot. Let's go. Hello, hello. Hi. Well, we wanted to come to you guys today because lots of people ask us, how do you guys work together in so many different things we have been (laughs) together and working together well we've been working together for probably over 13 years doing businesses together we started a nonprofit together and we also work at a church together and so and we well well, and we are parents together well yeah obviously we in a marriage together yeah so we're together a lot if that makes you say it like you don't enjoy it (laughs) i do enjoy it (laughs) so we are going to just dive into that and what that looks like for us and maybe we can share some fun stuff that maybe you can take so yeah clearly as we're joking with each other it has massive joys and it has massive challenges yes and so that's why we thought it would be helpful we are speaking from a place of we are constantly learning in this but since Mm. we do have a bit of experience of 13 years almost 14 years of experience in it we have learned some things and we've been married almost 19 years yes um so for a large majority then of our marriage we have been working together in some capacity Mm -hmm. um and we own our own businesses uh now (laughs) Finally, we have one business. Yes, we have but one. But we used to have multiple businesses plus a nonprofit. So at one time, we were juggling three things. We were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we own just one business and run one business. But then we also do stuff for church, too. So again, still a couple of things going on. A couple of things to sure. to work together in. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> some of you may be thinking, I could never do that with my spouse. And get that it. might be true. We totally get that. <laughs> yeah, that there, might be true. We have talked to so many friends and people we know that are like, that would never work for us. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. Exactly. We also know that this past year has forced some people, you may not actually be working on the same thing together, mm. but you may now be working in the same space together. Yeah, for sure. And depending where you are and what the future holds or what your businesses that you work for are like, um, that may be more common. Uh, so even if you don't Definitely. do what we do, you have been forced to figure out some things that maybe did not look like they used yeah, to do. Yeah, you get to see your spouse or partner in the same way, like, or in a, in a new way, in a, new in a way. sense, because you don't really get to see them when they go off to work. And that's yes, so exactly. you might now are seeing them now that they're working at home in some yeah, ways. So. And, and it could be very different. I mean, yeah. you may have a family too or not. And so there's all those. So we're going to just, we're going to touch on it all. <laughs> or yes. try to. Yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try. Um, so one of the first things that we do is to um, basically come to determine roles. That sounds very strange. Well, that and we, we learned that early on mm-hmm. when we started so we initially started working together 
in a when we were doing business. yeah, we, yeah. When you Maya started to shoot weddings and, and photograph weddings. Photograph weddings. <laughs> Sorry, photograph <laughs> weddings. Um, and so we actually invested some time into it, and we we went to a. It was like a married couples it was a married photography cu- conference. Yeah. It was very specific, which it was, was like, really cool. It was very cool. It was very much targeted to married couples who were working together in the photography industry. Mm-hmm. And so it was so helpful because we were pretty early on in our career at that point um, to have people that had been doing it for a while. And, and I would say probably them. we had started noticing some challenges. Oh, for sure. At first, it's like, this is amazing. And then suddenly. It was like, yeah. <laughs> some-, some reality kind of started to set yeah. in in some ways. So... Yeah, so sorry. I I think yeah, that's where we kind of started to unearth some, some of, of these stuff. some and of then the we've things learned that we things over the years, sure. yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so when I say roles, oh, I think so much baggage can come with that, but um it's kind of looking at everything that you have that you need to accomplish and do in your business and then in your home life too. And then if you have kids, then it also means like what, what helping parenting with the kids things, and parenting yeah. and all that stuff. Um and so when I, I say figuring out roles, it's like, what? who is responsible for what? And that sounds crazy to do that. But when you're working together and then you're also juggling home life, if you have not kind of defined some things, it's the first thing that's going to crop up is yeah, being I, a well, fight. I think the biggest thing is if you don't define some of these things, um, we all, we all fall into it. We have certain expectations of our partners. Oh, in some sure. ways that we and often don't even communicate the, and, and if, yeah exactly and if we don't even communicate those expectations then and there's not an understanding of certain things like that's when some big things can start to kind of make some cracks bitterness and, and, can creep in and some division can start to really creep in and so so i think for us in understanding and defining you know what we're calling roles has been a huge thing for us to identify expectations exactly. from each other exactly so, so let's give some specific examples because yeah. i think that helps Definitely. um so for instance for us because we are often at home together and we are you know we we do have three children so we've got yeah. their schedules their things homework all that stuff plus we have you know we need to feed children and ourselves and we have to get groceries we do we yeah. we, yeah, we, we try if we try our best uh, we have to get groceries. Sometimes the house needs clean. I mean, there's the the rubbish needs taken out, like all of that stuff. And so um, it can be challenging to figure that stuff out. And so for us, we started, I personally, I should say, realized like I felt like I was holding a lot of the weight for the home stuff, mm-hmm. but then I was also doing the business stuff. And so that was then, I think it probably did end up in a fight. That was then a conversation that we had that I said, look, I am cooking the meals every single night of the week. I actually do enjoy cooking. So for me, it is kind of my, well, I say quiet time. The kids always are interrupting, but whatever. It's my, Sometimes. It's I my, try to keep them Yeah, away. it's my time to like <laughs> pop on a podcast or just have some quiet time to prep a meal. Um, but it gets really old for me after a while too. And so even recently, we've had this conversation again. So just because you have the conversation one time doesn't yeah, mean Yeah, once, once you've defined some of these things doesn't mean it's all fixed and it's exactly. all great. Exactly. So, and yeah. so just recently, I said to Pat, like, look, because, I mean, there's just, we've, uh, we've been cooking a lot at home. We normally do anyways. Yeah. But I said, uh, can I just make it that on Thursday night we have breakfast for dinner and you just do that? Can you just be in charge of that? Because that gives me at least one night a week that I'm not thinking about getting food ready. And Pat was like, yes. Um, let I mean, me sometimes I come that. up with ideas like, you know, the other night where we were like ordered in. 
Well, <laughs> true. <laughs> that's Pat's. Yes, Pat can cook. I can um, cook. I promise you. So that's an example or something, um, you know, if you realize an irritation, I think it's good to sit with it for a little bit and and ask yourself, why, why am I irritated in this? Mm. Am I having, you know, am I holding too much of the weight or is this just really not that big of a deal? Um, and so like I tend to do the finances for both our home life and our finance or our yes. business. Um, and so I do them on Mondays, block scheduling. It's a whole nother thing we could talk about another time, but um, the way I have things scheduled on Monday is when I do our finances. Pat knows I, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Well, no, knowing that it's not your favorite thing in the world. I try to do as much of the other stuff on that day because I know that that is going to wipe you out for the day pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, certain times I'm done within an hour and other times like end of the month and stuff like that. It takes a long time or tax prep and things like that. And so Pat knows that and he knows I'm working on that. And that's something we've communicated. Um, And, you know, I think back when we did the photography business, um, I generally was the one that was communicating with clients and stuff. And then you, at one point, before we hired somebody to do it, you were editing the photos mm-hmm. and doing some more of the technical stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of clearly defined roles. Now yeah. in our business, Pat is the artist and creative. Yeah. Um, and I am more the, I mean, I'm still creative, but I'm the one that's like writing things. Again, I am doing the client part pieces of stuff, the mm-hmm. planning, that kind of thing. And then you often sometimes still do some of the technical stuff too. Yes. Um, so again, you don't know roles until you step into new things as well Mm -hmm. and so you don't figure that out until you're in it Um, but again talk and we'll get into in a minute we'll talk about like how we look at our week and that helps a lot with this too um, for individual things but just even something simple like who's making dinner this week or who takes out the rubbish or trash exactly like like just understanding those simple things and that and understanding that expectation helps and keeps those those that bitterness away in some ways. And like we said, you have to keep coming back to this and you yeah. have to keep readjusting. So there was a um, time in this past year that Pat was working on a book illustration project and it was a super fast timeline. And so he said, look, I'm not going to be able to hold like my weight in some of this stuff because I'm going to have to work lots of long hours. Yep. And so that was a discussion. He knew right away this. I'm not sure how I'm going to juggle all this. And I then we had a conversation of, OK, that means I'm not going to be able to possibly get my normal workload done. And I'm going to have to take on some more of the home stuff. And this has been vice versa before when I've had something big going on and that kind of thing. And so that was super good for us to establish that and know that. And then as soon as it wrapped up, it was another discussion of, okay, that's done. What did we learn? Now, how do we readjust? And so it's a constant, Mm -hmm. it's, you're going to go through different seasons and things like that. So it's not like you were sticking this stuff in stone (laughs) and you're never readjusting it. Exactly. Exactly. Super important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what is something that we have established? This took us a while to figure this out, of having our weekly meetings. Yeah, weekly meetings. We have weekly meetings. So actually, it actually has turned into two separate weekly meetings. Yes. So we have one that's personal, Mm -hmm. and it's focused on our marriage and us personally as a couple. And then we also, because we work together, we have that the meeting about work stuff. So understanding expectations um, in both of those. And in these meetings, this might sound over... Uh, They're scheduled. Organized, yeah. The, we schedule them and they are in our calendar. So Friday morning is when we, we do ours back to back. But, uh, you know, just, just because of some of the times we've been in recently. But 
Friday morning after the kids go off to school again. This looked different when they were home and home learning and everything. But um, the kids go off to school and stuff. Then we have a bit of a marriage check-in of just like how are we doing relationship wise and then we'll have a cup of tea and relax or go on a walk or something like that during that time and then we'll sit down and look at the week that's coming up of like our our family schedule and when we say work we're including family and home stuff in that too like Mm -hmm. our family schedule what's coming up that way way and like work stuff um but but first let's talk to you about like what we do in the marriage yeah i was gonna say it sounds weird to say marriage meeting i don't know what else to call marriage check-in uh i mean i think it's just (laughs) deepening our relationship really understanding what's going on and being open with each other because i think a lot of times we can get so caught up in the wave of busyness and life and just all that stuff that we just forget to just connect with our partners like Mm -hmm. and just forget about that where it's and almost we almost um in some ways take advantage of it like and and like just assume that they're just it's fine yeah you know and that kind of thing where actually if, if you, you know, push into it and, t- and take the time and invest in it, that's when good things gonna, are going to happen. And so, yeah, so I, I want to ask my, like, what, what are some of the specific things that we talk about in those meetings? Because you, um, I think maybe you've even heard it on a podcast or something that yeah. um, are just a great kind of backbone or foundation to our conversation in that. And uh, if you wanted to share some of those. Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, these questions are good for married couples and and your partners if you are not even working together. So this would be a good thing to do no matter what. Um, Second of all, um, I think uh, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it, like, if you are wor- if you are working together and you're even in in COVID times and stuff and how things have changed and you're seeing each other a lot, there's an assumption that you know these things. And what we found yeah, is yeah. that these questions helped us realize we don't know these things always. We just assume because we are somewhat communicating constantly and stuff like that, so we think we know. We're but like six feet away from each other at all times. Exactly. <laughs> so we should. Our desks are really close to each other. But these questions have helped us realize that's not the case. So um, I heard this on, I think the podcast is called Work and Play, and it's with Nancy Ray. I really recommend the podcast. They're super short. There's always like good snippets of stuff. But she had a podcast, um, and I will try and link it in the show notes, um, about this and the marriage questions that her and her husband ask each other each week. And so I'm taking these directly from her um, of what they are. So weekly, they sit down and they ask these questions. They first ask, what brought you joy this week? Again, sometimes we assume we know, yeah, but we sure. don't know. Yeah. Um, like what could really, you know, often one of us will say something like, oh. Yeah, yeah or, you know, yeah, that. there could have been like that small little moment that yeah. happened that, you know, maybe maybe that for that 10 minutes that we weren't in the same room <laughs> together, um, that might have happened, you know. So it's always good exactly. to ask that question. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, what was something that was hard this week? Um, again, sometimes it feels like it's obvious, but it's not always yeah, that way. For sure. Um, we may have had, you know, an interaction with one of our children by ourselves that was really hard or something that we just haven't, you just sometimes just don't have the space to share that with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, then for looking at the week ahead, you can ask, what is one specific thing I can do for you this week? And that yeah. has been huge. That has sometimes been when some of those role conversations yeah. have then come yeah. up for us, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, I'm feeling the burden of doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. I need help this week with that or yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think too, I think the biggest thing with some of these questions is to be really present in the conversation. 
don't like, be on your Instagram. Don't be on your Instagram <laughs> or, you know, just I think, you know, listening is such a big thing and allowing the other, you know, your partner, the other person to really kind of share mm-hmm. um, and maybe ask up fault, maybe, you know, ask follow up questions, to some of these things um, to really kind of dig a little bit deeper, um, which, you know, usually allows some good stuff to happen. Because sometimes I think you could maybe go surface with some of this stuff. But other ask times, another question. go a little bit deeper and ask mm-hmm, that next definitely. level question. So For us, um, this may not apply to you, but for us, we ask, like, how can we pray for each other this week? Yeah. Um, there may be something on our mind or stressing us out or just that we're thankful for. I get all of those things. So we do ask each other that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this question is so important. Is there anything left unsaid? Uh, that yeah. has been huge because often, you know, a great example will be that, um, you know, there we've had a challenge with one of our children. And so like a couple of weeks ago, I brought that up and said, I think we need to talk about this further. And then that like had us talking about that and more in depth and things like that. And it came up, I think, when both of us asked something, what was something hard this week? But then I for some reason, we didn't ask follow up questions. And yeah. so then leaving that like what is unsaid and it doesn't always have to be something difficult it can also be like hey thank you so much for like i went on a walk with a friend and when i came back mm-hmm. the whole house was clean yeah. thank you you know sometimes it's just those things that you are may... you hinting at something <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> i think i have a walk scheduled friday just saying um but <laughs> sometimes it's just you haven't even taken the time to say thank you for something or you thought oh i should say thank you and then life happens and, and you go on to the next thing exactly so i think that's important too Um, And then this is a great one. What is a dream desire or thought on the forefront of your mind? Um, Again, when you're seeing each other constantly, even when you're working in separate places and you're coming back together, you know, evenings get caught up with, with meals and kids or just trying to rest because you're exhausted from the day or, you know, those kinds of things Mm -hmm. that you may not know what your partner's thinking as far as like, what are they dreaming about? Something might've sparked in the in the week or whatever that has really kind of grabbed their attention and maybe there's something that you need to talk about together so yeah because that's that's how you determine like where what's your purpose as a couple and things like that um Mm -hmm. is is being aware of those things well and 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 i think too it's is there some way that you can support you know each other in those dreams and Mm -hmm. and but if you don't know about them if you don't talk about them then how are you going to help each other push towards this? Uh, you often hear, unfortunately, in marriages that are having, um, that are having difficult or something, it, it, of we just were going separate ways because we didn't understand each other's like dreams and things like that. Like This is that check-in moment to share that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and to be open with one another, then how can you, as each other, help each other and support each other in it? And then not every week, you don't have to ask this every week. I guess this depends if you're like um, doing something that you're wanting to really work in these areas. But like monthly, try and ask these questions of like, how are we stewarding, stewarding our finances? How are we doing financially? Now, if you're like paying off your debt right now and that kind of stuff, and you're trying to that really might go be after a it, thing. I mean, when we did that, we did a weekly check in. Yeah. So we knew exactly what was going on and all of that stuff. So, you know, again, you could say that weekly if you wanted to. Um, and then asking, how is our sex life? Yeah. Because again, you're going to go through seasons and stuff like that. And that's a very vulnerable question to ask. And th- and that, that's like a huge one where expectations come into play. Oh, too for well. sure. So, but you have but you to have talk to about it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to, again, breed bitterness. It's going to um, like just eat away at all the other stuff. And it's 
all of these questions I think are great that I love that Nancy had them put together is because all those things will make a layer on top of a layer on top of a layer if you're not talking about these mm-hmm. things and communicating um, because yeah. then it just it, it all flows into one thing into another yeah um, and Definitely. everything so those are marriage questions that we recommend just anyone can do those you don't have to be working together to do this yeah definitely really yeah good. that's yeah yeah and you don't have to schedule like four hours to have that conversation no, that, how long would you on average maybe 20 minutes um, 20 to 30 minutes like yeah. sometimes if we do a walk we're walking for an yeah, hour it doesn't mean we're true. talking about this stuff all the time but there are times that then something has come up that we've realized we need to talk about this longer mm-hmm. and so it has been longer but block yourself out 30 minutes to an hour to have that and like Figure out when is good for you. We do our on Friday mornings because we are working at home. Our kids are off at school usually. Mm-hmm. And that is working for us. But like I know some people that do it like Sunday evening or that yeah. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. like make it something like we have a cup of tea and we chat. Like you could have a, a glass of wine. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Create, like make it create something. the setup yeah. so that it, yeah, that you're both in the moment. You're both present in that. And if you have little ones around, I know it can be really hard. Like our mm-hmm. kids do understand. We have said this since they were little when we're having check-in time. Like mommy and daddy are having conversation right now. You're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. Like that's easier said than done. I know sure. if you have a newborn Sometimes, or something. I mean, yeah. But um, but like they understand like, okay, and we're like, give us this amount of time or that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that takes time. In some that days that doesn't work. Them to, well, they still don't understand yeah. it. Definitely. <laughs> they do and they don't. So then our work check-in. Yeah, what work do we, check-in. What do we do with the work check-in? Yeah, so again, I think like Maya said, that's like a back-to-back meeting. So that that comes after our check-in. That's just check-in. how we schedule it, though. Again, it that's how we schedule way. it. Um, and this does, you know, really, de- it's dependent on if you're working together in, in a lot of ways. I mean, I guess you could still have this type of check-in. About home um, life. And- about home life and, and to be understanding what is going on at each other's workplaces and things like that. And especially if, that work from home thing is becoming more of a routine in your life um, now. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, so you can kind of understand, you know, if you've got, you know, this person's got three Zoom calls today and whatever, you know. So this definitely can probably apply and it's more relatable now than ever with a lot of us working from home mm-hmm. in, in some ways. So so our first thing is always we we ask each other, what do we both have on our plate this week? So again, what are those things that we want to accomplish this week? Um, for the business, you know, for us specifically, it's, you know, certain things. And, and, and because I am more focused on the creative um, aspect and and the actual artistic side of things for our business, a lot of times Maya, um, well, not a lot of times, she will create a list for me to go through (laughs) because she is way more organized than I am. And but I'll need you to do something before I can do something. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of stuff there's for a us, lot of things, depending on what kind of business so you have. So really just understanding what each other has on our plate or even like, and, and even going into like, okay, I know you have the meeting this week or I know you have this or whatever. So just again, understanding, you know, what is happening helps again with more of understanding expectations of what things are going to get done and what aren't. Um, and as well as, you know, for us, that gets into pick up and drop off for kids and that all that kind of stuff. So if somebody had scheduled a meeting in the afternoon or whatever, then that other person potentially will have to go and get the kids and, you know, things like that. So again, checking in what is on the plate, what are things that we have to get done? And the next thing, thing that we would go into is how can we help each other? How, what are some things that maybe, um, I can do or create or, 
um, find or research for Maya. And then, you know, for Maya, it's always trying to figure out how can I relay whatever, you know, we feel like we need to take that next step in our business to me so that I can start working on that as well. So whatever we can help and lift each other up in that, um, that's, that's kind of that. Um, and then what are, th- what needs are done now and what can be put off later? This that's is a, priorities. That's yeah. That's just understanding priorities. That's a really big one for me because a lot of times I can get caught up in the shiny things. Um, <laughs> and I will jump onto those where Maya is really good at helping me go. Okay. Actually that can wait until two weeks. Um, you don't need to start working on that. Actually, this is the thing that we need to get done this week. And so that's just really helpful to have that, have that conversation. Because sometimes there's just a natural order to how things need to get done um, and that kind of thing too. So that's important. Yeah. To, it's important to talk through that. Or you can be both working on things and you think you're working together and you're actually yeah. doing something different. Yeah. And then what do you think about this last one? Um, are you doing things in your genius zone? Yeah, that is, we might, I think we should talk about this more eventually, but that mm-hmm. is, what is the thing that you feel really like you're doing it and it just, it gives you life? Yeah. Um, for Pat, that is obviously some kind of creating or drawing, sketching, whatever Definitely. it may yeah. be. For me, that that is um, writing and that kind of thing. And so if, if one of us, for some reason, hasn't done those things that week um, or suddenly isn't doing that very often then that is something we want to flag up and figure out like, okay, how do we, and you may get to a point in your work and your business where you're able to hire somebody to do some of those things that are outside of that, um, that don't take your specialty in them, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So for instance, like when we had the photography business, we hired somebody to do the editing of the photos. I realized I didn't like it. I didn't didn't want to do it. And it was, and it was Pat needed to do other things and help with other things where, um, and I needed to be the person establishing relationships with the clients and taking the actual mm-hmm. photos, but I didn't need to spend the time editing them. Yeah. And so, you know, if that is the case that you're in, start a list um, of things that you could possibly hire somebody when you get to that point. Uh, but it again, just how do we foster that so that you have some time to be in that that genius zone kind of thing? Um, and then I think, you know, looking something we do that. Uh, I guess we tied this into our work one, yeah, but this again, uh-huh. if you, even if you are a couple that don't work together, this is super important stuff to do is to actually look at our schedule coming up the next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that could mean, um, you know, the kids have this practice or they have swim lessons this day. Right. Who's taking that day? What do you have on for work that day that maybe you, right. like you said, like you we can't. Were talking about, yeah. Or you can, or that kind of thing. Um, or you have a walk scheduled with somebody or that we have groceries being delivered at that time. Who's going to be there for that, that kind of thing. So it's figuring out what are the, like we just said, even you can go for as far down as like, I'm going to do the dinners this, these days, I'm going to help with this or that kind of thing. Or I can't help put the kids to bed because I have a call that time. I mean, there's just, Uh it sounds ridiculous to go down that deep in that detail, but it's the thing it's expectations. When you think something you think that other person's like, I think you're taking the kids to school tomorrow and you think I'm taking them. And then it's that moment right before the kids are leaving the door that we both look at each other and go, oh, I'm taking? I thought you yeah. were taking. Yeah. And then that can seem like such a simple interaction, but, but it could boy, create. it can create <laughs> yeah, it can. a massive fight or super stressful if someone has something then they feel like they should take, but they've got something scheduled right after. Again, it's just being in the know. It's yeah, being it's over communicating. 
Mm-hmm. It's it, over communicating. It really is. It's it yeah. feels a bit ridiculous sometimes to sit down and go through that. Um, sometimes even when you look at your schedule too, you realize, oh my word, we overscheduled ourselves this week, and you learn from that. Yeah. You either sure. can, you know, you learn we need to be careful and we need to have more times where we block time out to just do nothing to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those are questions. And overall, um, even when you are doing the questions, you're still going to get into <laughs> debates, shall we say? Debates, challenges. Arguments, challenges, you name it. Roadblocks. Um, roadblocks, uh, name it. Yeah, all of them. So we learned this a long time ago is sometimes I, uh, and I'll use myself as an example, but both of us are guilty of it. For sure. I'm holding something that I'm, I'm annoyed with. Like if I, for instance, asked Pat if he could do a couple things and I'm waiting on him to do those things in order to do the next thing for it. Um, and he says, oh, yeah, I just haven't gotten to that because I got sidetracked by this thing. So depending on my mood, I could get really annoyed and angry of that in that day. And then in the evening, we're having family time or we're doing something. And I say to him, like, hey, can you, like, make sure the rubbish gets taken out? Like, it still hasn't been taken out. And, like, it turns into that hasn't been taken out. And now I'm angry and now I'm raising my voice or whatever it may. It seems like such a simple thing, but it's, it's the point that the simple things can build up to be a big thing. Yeah. Um, sure. And I hate when Pat asks me this and he hates when I ask him that. But sometimes you have to say, what do we say to each other? Is this about. Is this, <laughs> is this, a, is this a work issue or is this a life issue? Mm-hmm. Um, because when you are working together constantly, you know again it you everything is is together every i mean as as much as we try to separate certain things and it certain tasks flows. and certain it all flows together and so in some ways um yeah some of that kind of stuff can happen and that question can be like look is this a, if this is a work issue that is coming up and you're upset about and it's after five o'clock you know we try to we try Try to, keyword yes to table it till the next day to have a conversation. Or about if we it. need to talk about it, we talk about it and realize mm-hmm. this is about work. This isn't actually about taking out the trash. <laughs> right. Exa- yeah. Exactly. I think it, it helps identify the where's root? the root of mm-hmm. of what is happening and what's going on. Is it a work issue or is it a life issue? Life issue. Um, and sometimes you don't know the answer to that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But then that's when talking it through, you might be you yeah. can get to the root of what's really going. And on. And hopefully, if you've over communicated most things. It, you it won't does. have to ask that question that much, but you will. It, it'll it'll, it'll come, still up. come up. It'll yeah. still come up. Um, and it's it, a good question. Again, if you don't work together, that is still a good question because your spouse could yeah, have had true. a yeah. really horrible day at work and you haven't even had time to communicate that yet. Um, and something happens and it seems to be a blow up thing. And you'd be like, whoa, did like something happen today at work? Should I know yeah, about there, that? Yeah. And, you know, it just can sometimes give, it's not an accusing question. I think you have to be careful on how you ask it. Mm-hmm. It's a checking in question too. Yep. Um, so again, because we, we are together all the time, everything flows together. Um, like Maya was saying, we also have to, because of all that, because we're working together, because we're doing life together, we're parenting together, all that stuff. One of the major, major things we have to make sure that we're playing together. Like we have to have fun together. Um, and so what are some of those things that we do? 
yeah, this is where how you uniquely have fun as a couple is going yeah. to look different for everybody. Um, so when I say like, uh, like you might play a board game together, some people might think, oh no, that would no, absolutely not. That doesn't work for me. This is where you've got to talk about like yeah. what go back to like some things you did when you were dating. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it really goes with. back to making sure you're connecting. Exactly, exactly. And so sometimes for us, it is like having you know we'll cook a meal together or try something new and we'll eat and chat and stuff sometimes we'll watch a movie like we we try not to always have it be centered on looking at the tv because we want to be connecting but again there are certain nights where we're like oh like you know or or it's something that we've we've both been looking forward to exactly to seeing and watching and and it does like create conversation and we have fun talking about it um, sometimes you know. it's literally sitting on our sofa with a cup of tea or a glass of wine and just talking mm-hmm. or mean, or doing that very similar thing or you know Maya's, Maya loves to read and so some nights she'll just get a book and I will get my sketch pad and I'll put a vinyl record on and we'll just chill it's just about then, being intentional being together yeah uh-huh. um, I think is the important thing and then you know then there's the fun that, like, we do schedule date nights mm-hmm. even in COVID times we have scheduled date nights um, and it could mean that we can go on a walk together. Uh, we yeah. do have the advantage right now that we do have a teenager that can watch the younger children. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we could go on a walk together. Or, you know, if you're in the stage with kids at home and you can't get a babysitter or somebody to take care of the kids, like, after the kids go to bed, and our kids know it's date night for mommy and daddy. And so typically we'll feed them something really easy for dinner, and then we'll make ourselves something nicer or order in something nicer. And that kind of thing. And the kids know. They're always curious, which is funny. Oh, my gosh. They always sneak into the they kitchen and the table. They always want to see what we're eating. Like, what are you eating? What are you guys doing? Night. That kind of stuff, which can be rather annoying. But Or what, especially what are we having for dessert on yes. date night? <laughs> and so also that we say date night, like, it's great if you can get out. But there was a period of time, well, COVID, but then there was a period of time, like, we were, again, paying off our debt and stuff. And so going out to eat was not something we were going to be doing. Yeah, so, we... so what are free things you can do? Um, I, You know, it sounds cheesy but like sit down with your spouse and like come up with a list of things you guys like to do together and then if you're not able that you know you have a date night kind of coming up and everything like that then look at the list if you can't think of things Mm -hmm. and for us we schedule it fortnightly or every other week um i just said fortnightly yeah um you you wanted to say it let's uh, be real but some people do it weekly. Uh, it's, a, you know, just for us right now, weekly hasn't worked completely. It doesn't mean that we still sometimes don't do it. But or mm-hmm. And what are free things you can do when, you know, for us, we love going to It doesn't to have to be or just extravagant or, no. or crazy or anything like that. It just is a time for you guys to connect. Yeah, we know like, one couple, they go like they go cycling together. So they're necessarily not talking to each other the whole time, but they cycle someplace, have a little picnic, and then yeah. they go back home and that yeah. kind of thing. So whatever it's going to be unique to you but it's important that you're still doing it and you yep. may it sounds horrible but you may have to schedule you probably will have what to are a lot of people it. say like you, you got to continue to date your spouse yeah or it's over cheesy i know yeah, but it's true yeah <laughs> um and we try our best we're not always the best at this but on date nights we try to have a rule of not talking about work yeah um <laughs> if it's sometimes we're overly excited about something and so we do talk about it but yeah. if something work-wise comes up, we both try to keep each other in check to say, mm-hmm. oh, let's talk about that another time or yeah. something like that. I think when, when when it does become a little bit more difficult is when we are talking about something that we're dreaming about or like yeah. but, excited, I mean, yeah, you know, like kinda. you said, what we're mm-hmm. excited about. But mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, we try to keep that out of the conversation as much as possible. Mm-hmm. 
So. And then the last thing we would say is um, creating space for yourself too as individuals. Uh, that is hard. And you if you have been together with your partner this past year in the same space a lot and everything like that, there's still something to be said about having individual time. And so while we've been focusing so much on that time with your spouse and everything like that, it is also really important to have individual time. And so both of us are slightly, believe it or not, we're doing a podcast, but we are introverts. Pat more than me. Yeah, I'm yeah, way more um, of an introvert than you are. And so that even means time away from one another. And that sounds bad, or at least space, I guess, um, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And so making sure, and that's, again, that is part of your weekly check-in with one another of like, hey, like, are you feeling overwhelmed right now? Did we put too much on the schedule and we've been with other people too much? Um, that kind of thing. Um, you know, for me, it may be like, I just want to read in a room that's quiet with the door shut. So the kids yeah. leave me alone for a little bit and stuff like that. Like as a mom, I can't even go to the toilet without kids being like mom and wanting to come and talk to me. And mm -hmm. so sometimes or I like need... literally walk past me and go to you. And I'm <laughs> like, hello, crazy. like I, I was in first in line. Mom is way over here. Like there's no reason why you can't <laughs> talk to me and ask me that. yeah oh, what is it about yeah sorry talking about the toilet mean in the bathroom and stuff when they <laughs> have to question that they really want to have a serious conversation then but again that is over communicating and saying hey i need like an hour of to take a bath and no one interrupt me or that yep. kind of thing can you do your best to try and keep the kids um occupied or that kind of stuff so that is again communicating and being okay with asking that too that you need that space oh yeah definitely just being open so that is a lot we talked longer than i thought we would about it <laughs> well there's so much more though at the same there's time so much more we'd love to hear from you guys as always like what are the questions you have about working together or maybe if you don't work together maybe it's now that you are in the same space because you are working for separate businesses but you're at home working now and so there's new dynamics and stuff what mm -hmm. what questions do you guys have for us because we can totally continue this conversation yeah if you have like really really specific things or yeah just general things we would mm -hmm. love to to dive more into that because again we've been doing this for a while so kind of we have lots of we're not experts we still we have lots of fun have things lots to learn yeah but and we also want to say like it is such a joy to work together like we are you just saying that i know i'm not saying <laughs> that you should see the face past giving me right now i am not just saying that but it has its challenges too like it's yeah. it's both all the time um and so i that's what's so good but that's why it's so important like i think we said over communicate over and over again um yeah, but it's, over, it's over, over, be, over it's truly being a team it mm -hmm. is you when you are married you are a team and so when you're working together you're a team as well it's just like you're you've one up to the team or something i think it's like funny that. like whenever we meet new people or are introduced to somebody it's we always i mean at least i feel like i always share like oh yeah like this is my wife maya we're like we're like this team we do all these things together like that's just kind of how I introduce our, us, yeah. you know, like we are a team. Like yeah. that's just. And regardless if you do do a business together or not, you are still a team. Yeah. And so like viewing each other as that and like it, mm -hmm. we only can get through these things and we can only better ourselves and our family and things like that as we work together instead mm -hmm. of trying to be down these separate paths, um, I think is super is what it's all about, really. And so. Mm -hmm hopefully regardless of where you are on that spectrum that you have like picked up some tips i guess and like i said we'd love to hear from you on yeah, other things as well definitely. so but don't be scared if you are looking at working with your spouse i hope this did not scare you it is also <laughs> so fun <laughs> it is it is a blast 
It yes. is fun. It's just over communicating. Sure. You just got to work through some things and figure out your systems and your routines. Exactly. And you'll get there. Yes. And then it'll change. And then you'll figure it out again. It's so, all about seasons. Yeah. Yes. So Sweet. thanks guys for joining us today and um, we'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.